Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with Ashley Ann Jones. She's a professional speaker, a social media strategist, a business builder, and award-winning event designer. She has been using social media to grow her audience, to grow her business, and to make an impact in the world. And I got to meet her through LinkedIn, and I really liked what she was doing with social media strategy because that is something that I think I can do. And I was like, you know, let's learn a little bit more of how Ashley Jones got to where she is today. Hey, Ashley, thank you so much for joining and coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. And side note, has nothing to do with anything, but you have one of the most fabulous voices ever. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I had to work a lot on it. (laughs) Your hard work has paid off, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. You know, what's funny is when I was younger, I would always like didn't like the sound of my voice i was like is that really me so then over time i just got over it and i was like i'm just gonna you know just keep talking oh no it was perfect i actually um thought about it i was like i'm gonna move downstairs okay Um, because yeah because the sensor is not gonna stop i'm actually i have um two events next weekend okay so i have a corporate event and then i have a social event and so i'm actually getting i ordered a bunch of new lounge furniture Mm -hmm. and so the delivery guys are bringing it in okay (laughs) yeah my team is trying to coordinate so it's like that could be going on for 30 or 40 minutes i'm trying to uh get furniture (laughs) in and out and moved Mm -hmm. around so that yeah (laughs) very cool very cool like i slide downstairs and normally (laughs) um i mean there's still sensors here too but they're Mm -hmm. not like as noisy as the ones on the the house yeah yeah upstairs or in when you have more room the the sound bounces off more and then you get more reflection yeah 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 awesome yeah, I have like the main level, then I have like my studio area downstairs, and then there's a, another one up at the top. And so I have, and then my parents here with me in town too. So they're like rummaging around upstairs, and my team is out there getting <laughs> furniture unloaded and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> awesome. So what's really cool about event designing is that I, I, don't, I don't, I can't remember where we left off, but um, I know my uncle um, back in California, he's done a lot of event design himself. So he's got an event design business out there. And my one of my cousins, he's in Atlanta, and he's trying to start up a chapter down there. So it's really cool to see that, you know, you've, you're still doing it and you're still, you know, making it happen because it's like event management and event design is, is, is such a very niche area. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta get in, you know, in front of the people and then, having the right photography and, and video of, you know, everything was happening. It definitely helps. And social media is where it's at because that's where you get a ton of promotion. Oh so yeah. Tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got into becoming a speaker, a social media strategist, and, you know, tell me your journey. Like what, how'd you get here? Yeah. It's going to sound like really crazy, but <laughs> 
Um, like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so my, um, my BA is actually in finance and I have a master's degree and I was working in the corporate world, but ever since I've been little, like I've always been good at design and art and stuff like that. Like I used to win art competitions when I was a little kid and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, it still wasn't until I wasn't, is when I was in college is when I realized I actually could get paid mm-hmm. to decorate and design stuff and make things beautiful. Cause yeah. I've been doing it my whole life for all of my friends and family and then like their friends and coworkers and stuff like that. Um, and so basically I had finished one of my cousin's um, apartment. She had moved into her first apartment and I was helping mm-hmm. her decorate. And some of her coworkers came over and they were like, Oh, they were like, who's your designer? And she started laughing. She's like designers. She's like my cousin. And I'm like laughing too. I'm like, ha I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? Um, and so she was like, well, will you help me with my place? And I was like, sure. Um, and so then she was like, well, what are you going to charge me? I had mm-hmm. never thought about it at all. Exactly. I was just like, I was like, I'll just do it, you know, no charge <laughs> or whatever. So I finished with that. And then she asked, could I do, um, a party? Um, and I'll help her with a party. She's like, what are you going to charge me? Mm-hmm. I was like, just pay me whatever you So generous. Yeah, I did it. She was really happy. I earned a few hundred bucks. You know, I was still in college too. Yeah. Was, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, <laughs> um, but that's the first time the little light bulb went off inside of my brain that I could mm-hmm. get paid to do something that I was just naturally good at and that I actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, um, so I I was still, you know, on the track. You know, your parents want you to go to school and get a good corporate job and all of that. So I was still on the track to do all of that. And I actually had started working mm-hmm. um, at a corporation, and I, but I was still kind of dibble-dabbling in my little design stuff on the side, mm-hmm. um, and I was starting to become more serious about it, and so I took a job at a party rental company because I, I didn't have all the sense in the world, but I knew if it was something that I was pursuing, I should, you know, try and learn more about it, um, and, I, and yeah, and I had reached out to other um, event planners and design companies and meeting planning companies, and I wasn't even looking to get paid. I was like, I would like to intern, you know, mm-hmm. no one would, uh, they were like, no, you know, we don't do that, blah, 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 so I was like, dang, I was kind of getting discouraged, so <laughs> I saw this ad for this party rental company, and they just needed a girl to come in and, you know, work on the floor. And then I told the guy that owned it, I was like, well, I'm really good at decorating. And mm-hmm. I said, I probably could help you rent more of your stuff if yeah. you let me do your displays. So that's what I started doing. Nice. And I got to learn a lot about the industry and clients and customers and stuff. And I met another lady that mm-hmm. was there. She was having a party. Um, and she was freaking out. She had a very negative experience with another planner. And mm-hmm. I overheard her. And I was like, oh, I was like, I would love to help you. I can, you know, I can do this. And I had just started my company. I hadn't officially LLC yet, you know, it was still yeah. a hobby. The hobby hadn't quite become, become a business yet, but it was still mm-hmm. a hobby. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, and I was showing her like my little work and stuff. And she was like, and again, there was a question, what are you going to charge me? <laughs> I don't know. You know? <laughs> so I was like, I'll just do it. And you just pay me what you think is, I said, you just pay me, you know, what you think is worth. I finished yeah. the party and I didn't realize when I was doing it, she was in the process of regenifying a whole entire neighborhood. So she was throwing this big party and she was doing this installation of art stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, I finished it up. She was very pleased. And at the end of the night, she was like, look, she was like, I know what you did for me is worth way more than what I'm about to give to you. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is all I have right now. She gave me 500 bucks. I was so ecstatic. I was <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I took 
that money and that's when and I was like okay let me be like really serious mm-hmm. about this and that's when I was like let me go and file with the secretary of state and LLC and uh you know my that's when that's when everything started kind of churning in my head to say okay I really should try and think about doing something with this but I yeah. still wasn't ready to leave my corporate job um so I, I did pretty well start picking up new clients and customers and stuff like that mm-hmm. I was still now you know I'm doing both and I'm starting to get tired because I'm still working my full nine to five and I'm trying to pursue this yeah. um and I basically prayed to God and asked him for a sign and I booked a six-figure client and I was like I don't know what bigger sign you can get Mm-hmm. Than that. So I was like, okay, I was like, not coming back to this. I'm not going <laughs> to renew my contract and I'm going to go full throttle and pursue this event thing. So I blew through all my savings and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I maxed out all my credit cards, you know, all that crazy stuff. I didn't get a loan or anything, yeah. anything like that. And I was doing, I had picked up my master's degree, you know, while all this was going on. So I was doing yeah. everything they taught me in program. You know, I was on billboards and radios and I was even like on some church fans. I was wow. on, doing TV commercials. I was, you know, out sponsoring block parties and community mm-hmm. drives. I was on mailers. I was doing all this stuff. The ROI was trash. It was just complete and total trash. And I, when I look back at it, I have no idea how I was coming up with that money because I definitely did not have it. Yeah. I don't know how I was paying for things, but somehow I was, you know, I was spending $40,000, $50,000 a month, which is relatively small when you think about advertising. But when you're just starting out, you know, yeah. that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money. So I was doing all of this stuff that, and I was, I was getting clients, but it was like very inconsistent. And I was getting frustrated because I was having a lot of people calling me and, you know, doing inquiries and stuff but they couldn't afford the services. So that was very frustrating. And then I was like, well, maybe I made a bad decision and I need to go Mm -hmm. back and get a job. You know, I had sunk, I found the office space. I had spent all this money into like renovating it and getting it set up the way I wanted it to be. Like, you know, I was trying to, I was doing everything by textbook, what they tell you you need to do as far as opening a business. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, like I said, hit and miss. So anyway, and I had been taking these little classes online and learning a little bit about email marketing and stuff like that. Um, but I still hadn't connected the dots of how that would like work for me. Been in the boat. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I'm just out there floating around. I was on the struggle bus big time. So anyway, but I made a post on my Facebook page one day and I'll be honest, not a lot happened. I didn't even get 10 likes. I only think I got seven likes on this stupid post, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Something told me to make another. I made the second post, same thing. Too much didn't happen. Third post, I didn't even get 20 likes. But what happened, a woman sent me an inbox on Facebook. And she mm. said, I see that you do weddings the, and um, the work looks really beautiful. She's asked me, she said, do you do birthday parties? She was having a 50th birthday party. Yeah. A birthday party budget, I think, was like 28000 and some change. It was a really good budget for a birthday party. And I think she was only one to have like 60 or 70 people there. Uh And I was like, girl, I'm already at the venue. What are you talking about? (laughs) So, but but that's when it was like, ding. I was like, okay. I was like, Facebook cost me absolutely no money. Mm -hmm. And I was able to book a almost $30,000 client. You know what I'm saying? Not even three posts in. I was like, I've been spending thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of on advertising and nothing had, you know, I wasn't getting anything consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what really just kind of sparked it to really make me start diving deeper into social media marketing. And this was like 10 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Almost 11 years ago. So all of the information that's out there now, it wasn't there yet. So I was, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of filling it out. You know, there wasn't, 
a book you could read or a podcast mm-hmm. you could go to or a video. You, it, it wasn't there yet. A lot yep. of people, you know, they were just like, a lot of people thought Facebook was going to be kind of fly by night. They thought it was mm-hmm. going to be here and gone, you know? Yep. So, but anyway, I was just like, I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on trying this. And so um, I hadn't quite developed a system, but that's what really got me into the social media. Yeah. And then over time, I kept booking clients more consistently. And then my colleagues would start asking me, like, what are you doing? How are you booking these clients? Mm-hmm. How are you pay these budgets you know like what do you know that we don't know and I would start yeah. sharing the information um and I was still doing the email marketing stuff in the mm-hmm. background so I was honestly discouraged because you know all the email marketers back then they all had these ginormous lists you know oh my I god 250,000 people over here I got a million people on this list yeah you can make a million dollars online you know <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. you have 80 million people on your list and I was <laughs> like this is not gonna work for me yeah. I only had 2,500 people on my list, but I was like, I'm going to, you know, just throw something out there, see what comes back. Mm-hmm. I, I did all right. I made a few thousand dollars and I was yeah. like, hey, I was like, look at that. And then I tried it. But I was like, it's probably a fluke. I tried it again. I made, you know, I made another, I'm, it was over 10,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, mm-hmm. snap. I was like, okay. Um, and so then I called up, a cu- I'm a big tester. So I called up a couple of my friends and said, hey, y'all, I think I got something figured out. They all did totally different things. I said, you got to follow my instructions. And everybody was coming back like with 8,000, 12,000, 15,000. And I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, mm-hmm. I know something. I don't have 10,000 people or 100,000 people on this list. And yeah. all of them were making money because I was yeah. good at targeting. But I didn't know that yet. I didn't, yep. you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that that's exactly. what I had been doing yeah. yet, but I was good at targeting. So I incorporated that with the event design company. And so I started establishing myself more as a resource online. So instead of just trying to showcase my work, which I, I would always showcase my work, I yeah. would just start basically storytelling before it became a thing. You know, now mm-hmm. content marketing is a big thing. It, is, back yeah. it, it wasn't. And so I would just start showing people like, you know, my room or what things look like before. And um, I would interview my clients after mm-hmm. and ask them how they felt. And, you know, I would put up little menu guys, just anything yeah, that was yeah. helpful to my clients and so then I was able to keep building this list and then my Mm -hmm. list was working so that it would get me new leads and consultations so anyway I started sharing with other people in the industry what I was doing they were Mm -hmm. like this is super dope I have still to this day cannot tell you how someone who was not in the event industry found out about me but they were like I like what you're talking about I think this could apply to my business too and then there there were other people who were outside of the event industry who would start coming and speaking to me Mm-hmm. Then it got confirmed later. There's another lady. She had this business coach. She was spending $5,000 a month, paying mm-hmm. $5,000 a month to this business coach, but she would always come and ask me stuff. And finally, <laughs> one day I was like, Why do you keep calling you me? Like, her? <laughs> Why are you paying her? But you're getting advice from me. It's like, Wait a minute. <laughs> like, what's going on with this? Um, <laughs> and she was like, Because everything you tell me always works. And several other people had told me that too. And so that's when the little light bulb went off in my head mm-hmm. that I should start consulting as well. Cause I was already doing it. Yeah. I just wasn't getting paid for it. Um, and so that was like nine years ago. So the event started 13 years ago. Then, you know, it took me a few years to find that. And I still do events. I never let it go. I still do mm-hmm. events to this day. Cause um, it's and then, in your passion. It's in your blood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love it. Um, and then, ago is when the consulting started and so then I did really really well with that and I still am yeah. and then um, about four years ago I started doing the late night business show um, mm-hmm. and that's when the Periscope app popped up 
Yeah. Maybe a little bit under four years ago, but you know, yeah. then everyone could live stream. A lot of people mm-hmm. didn't know Facebook already had live streaming technology before that, but you mm-hmm. only got access to it if you were like a celebrity or a really mm-hmm. popular athlete, or I think if you had at least 50,000 followers on your Facebook business page, then okay. they would let you live stream. So yeah. all the rest of us, you know, didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Periscope came and they opened it up to everybody. And mm-hmm. I started doing the late night business show because nice. honestly, 11 o'clock at night was the only time that I could be consistent with getting yeah. online. And what it did for me though, is not only did I catch all the night owls in the States, yeah. I started picking up international clients. And after that stuff just went kaboom. I literally doubled my consulting business in wow. six months. It was insane. It was nuts. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's my long convoluted story of, you know, how, how I got from that. And then along the way, you know, a college asked me to come and speak. Then another college asked and another college did. And, you know, I just started Boom. speaking. Yeah, that was it. That's really, 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 really cool. Because um, I need you to connect with my, with my uncle. He's, he's actually just eight months older than me. Because yeah. he's my mom's younger brother, right? So um, I need to connect you with him because he's been doing the event design business for... As long as, I mean, he did the event design for my wedding, which was about 13 years ago, right? So, so he's been doing it for a while, but he hasn't hit it off where you, you know, he's got storage full with um, decorations and stuff like that, right? He's, he hasn't used social media the way it should be used. Yeah. He's, he's got a lot of ideas and he's got a clothing line set up right now. So he's, you know, he's into clothing design and clothing and whatnot as well. But I think he'll learn, he, he can apply, the model is there, right? So yeah. you can say, hey, this guy is doing blah, 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 and he's able to bring in traffic. It looks great from, from looking at it, like, oh, that's awesome. But then like that click doesn't go in your head. I'm in a totally different space. How can I apply that? But when you share your story about, event design and social media and how you're, you know, sharing content and telling the story and people are like, wow, this is awesome. And then, you know, continuously uh, coming back and then you have the results doing the targeting thing, right? So that's where, that's where he needs to work. So I think there's a really good connection that I, that I can envision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not just your uncle though. Cause I, at this point, I've like literally, you know, worked with thousands of small business entrepreneurs now. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people have that block of how does this apply to me? You know, and I, and I even realized I said it to you earlier, you know, at Mm -hmm. first I hadn't figured out, well, how exactly does this work for me? When I was sitting in all those classes with the email marketers, you know, I still Mm -hmm. hadn't figured out how exactly does this apply for me and you know what I want to do. So I think it's a lot of people that um, don't realize that there's actually like a system. And if you can start the process of being consistent and Mm kind of putting a little bit of structure to your content, you will get a gigantic return because it's all about establishing yourself as a resource at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I think that's one of the things Pat Flynn mentioned is that you want to build a list if you want to, you know, some of the ways that you can build a list is having those, um, the email magnets, you have a list mm-hmm. of things, you know, these are the things you have resources page on your website, you have, you know, you're posting videos or you're, you're basically providing value without asking for anything 
at all because you as an expert, you're sharing knowledge of things that work, things that you know, you know, that you've gone through, you've experienced, and this is your journey. And people, a lot of people like that, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Can you do that for me? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's really amazing. And that, and that's something that I'm working on myself, right? Um, having figured out, cause I've been watching, you know, I've been hanging out on the internet for, you know, over 20 years myself, you know, being on AOL, being on, you know, Earthlink and, you know, stuff like that, AOL Instant yeah. Messenger, and then Facebook finally showed up in 2003. And uh, it's been, it's been a pretty exciting journey so far. It so is. hopefully this year I get something off the ground and be like, all right, I'm coaching in this area. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that you will just even the way that you have this series set up, you know, and you're just learning from other people, you know, mm-hmm. with their hobbies and tricks and hacks and how you yeah. get paid from it. Like there's a ton of people who are amazing at what they do and they're mm-hmm. wondering around the way I was, you know, 13 mm-hmm. years ago saying, Oh, I don't know. I could get paid for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. There's some people who are smart enough to say, I know I can get paid, you know, yeah. for whatever this is because everything's so different now. You know what I'm saying? Like even mm-hmm. 13 years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you didn't see people millions of dollars because mm-hmm they're good at slime you know what yes. i'm saying like yeah. if you can build an audience or a platform at this Any, day and age you can make money doing anything exactly and what's yeah. what's really funny is um there's the the i can't remember the name of it but there's a report that comes out every year and they track how much money you spend and how much attention is spent on the different platforms and they're saying that only 13% only 13% <laughs> this is the this will end in 10 minutes so it's there's a 40 minute time limit apparently in this call um so what they're saying is only 13% of the money is made online mm-hmm. of uh, or of the 100% money spent in retail 13% is spent online meaning there's ton of place to growth. Like yeah. if you're thinking of starting a business online, this is like, there is no better time than to get on right now. I agree. Because, because it's going to get more concentrated, more concentrated, more concentrated as you go forward. And something else I did want to add that I incorporated a couple of years ago, maybe mm-hmm. a few years now, mm-hmm. one of the biggest, best things I've ever done is text marketing. The ROI is outrageous. Yeah. Um, and if you're targeting millennials or Generation Y or anybody like that, mm-hmm. we have our phones with us all the time. Oh, my God. Our phones Tell are always it. with us. And your <laughs> open rate for your text messages are typically in between 75 to 95%. Mm-hmm. Even fewer you know, brands and companies utilizing text message marketing. So the competition is really low. Yeah. And you can use it to drive traffic for all kinds of stuff. But exactly. um, it's to me, in my experience and with my customers' experience, the return has been much greater on text message marketing than even on email just because the open rates are higher. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and something that I've started noticing is that people are putting the Facebook Messenger icon on their website. Mm-hmm. So if you want a lead magnet or a booklet from somebody, like click here to get this through your, you know, Facebook Messenger. Now that you have connection, direct connection through Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Because I think it's cheaper 
than um, text messaging, but it's still that same open rate, I'm guessing. Yeah, it is, and you can send receipts, shipping information, um, and you can even automate it. I use a little um, software called MiniChat right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Um, because I have several different pages, and so I can send out different broadcasts and different messages and stuff nice. for each of the pages. But, yeah, it's super dope, and MiniChat is, like, crazy affordable. Um, the package I started off with, I think was like $10 a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely has done a great job for me. Um, my audience base tends though to, they like Instagram a bit more than mm-hmm. they like Facebook. And so, um, and I definitely have a, I have a decent audience on Facebook. I think if I have about maybe 71, 72,000 followers or something like nice. that over there, nice. but the majority of my audience, they are here for Instagram and they mm-hmm. love live stream. So yeah. I utilize mini chat um, and I do text messaging. And one day if they get an autoresponder uh, bot or a direct link message to the DM on Instagram, yeah, I'm really going to be You're all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody is working on it right oh, now. Absolutely. I'm sure. Probably, I'm sure, probably I'm sure, in sure. beta test or something. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. All right. This is really, really helpful conversation. Learn a lot of awesome things. Uh, let's get to the point of, you know, some of the questions that I ask my, my guests. Yeah. What is one hobby that you wish you got into? Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> did Bitcoin back in uh, 2011, right? Yeah. Get them at 25 cents a coin, sell them in 2018. <laughs> All right. $100 worth of Bitcoin is now worth $1.2 million. It's crazy. Exactly. It's, 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 it's so insane. <laughs> But um, I mean, uh, so I did some Bitcoin mining back in 2013 and I spent like $500 in, in buying the Bitcoin miners. Yeah. And I was like, I'm kicking myself. Like I should have spent that $500 towards Bitcoins instead yeah. of buying a machine that would do the mining. <laughs> and I made my money back because I mined about $560. And then in 2018, those $560 became like $5,000. Wow. So I was like, all right, that's not too bad. You know, um, yeah. you know, made my money back. But then I was, I'm still kicking myself. Like if I had bought $500 worth of Bitcoins back in 2013, which was, I think it was around $25. Yeah. It would have been a lot more, but yeah. Hey, crazy. um, <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. They haven't mined them all yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, If none, how about a book? Oh, um, gosh. Okay, that's hard because I I watch all kinds of uh, stuff. I like docuseries. And right now, one show I'm into this popular million-dollar listing even okay. though I'm not a realtor, I just yeah. love seeing the unique ways that they come up with mm. selling things and connecting with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like their hustle. That's really dope. And then I like, there's this show that's called Alone and it's a competition okay. and people go out by themselves and basically who can live the longest on their own in the wilderness wins. It's crazy. <laughs> like they get attacked by bears. Like, oh. And then there's some people that are crazy crafty. This one guy had built like a sink with running water. He had <laughs> built like furniture. He had made some shoes out of like twigs and cr- it was crazy and wow then he got bored he was like okay well i can't think of anything else to do mm-hmm. and he left he was like i miss my wife and he left <laughs> he so with a woman he was just like oh he's like i can't think of anything else to build or to make i've conquered this i'm ready mm-hmm. to go but um i really love the show alone it's pretty it's really cool watching how creative people are nice nice very cool all right next one is who 
is your favorite superhero? Oh, oh, that's hard. I like so many different superheroes for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, If I have to pick one, I would say Storm because that was the first woman of color superhero I ever saw. And I thought she was so beautiful when I was a little girl. I thought it was cool that she could, you know, control the weather. Especially with with Halle Berry, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Next one uh, is if you were a board game, what would it be? Monopoly. Monopoly. (laughs) Nice. I love business. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, Monopoly is definitely an awesome game. Um, I remember being good at it, but I do remember playing it. And then around some time, I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Great book. And it's an amazing book, amazing, amazing book. And Robert Kiyosaki actually built a board game that was in line with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So yeah. I got to play that game. It was, it was really fun. I have to so, go and get it. Yeah, <laughs> I've never played absolutely. it before. I've heard about it, but I've never played it. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun. All right. So where can my audience find you? Um, Ashley Ann. I'm at King Ashley Ann on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, not on LinkedIn. I think I'm just Ashley Jones on LinkedIn. Um, If you ever give me a username, I'll be King Ashley Ann over there too. Okay. (laughs) You should go do that because right now there's a bunch of numbers in front of your name. Yeah. (laughs) I need to go and fix that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ashley, this was really awesome talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to have to check out your uh, late night show. And um, you know, see you. Maybe I can get you on as a guest if you're. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, come and check it out and hang out with us. I would love to have you on um, as a guest. Yeah, I'm all. I'm all about it. Like anything that someone has to share that they've Mm -hmm. learned, Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. You know, that's how all of us grow and that's how all of us get better. Oh, absolutely. I would love to. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on the website hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.